Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. It is your host, Dave Neal, co-host, Dasha Gordon. <laughs> Were you waiting for me to say my own waiting, name? Yeah, I was making telepathic eye contact. I was waiting for you to pick up on your cue to say I, your own name. I thought you were introducing me. That's typically how it works. You introduce someone else that's good manners so they don't have to introduce themselves. Look at that. Seven seconds in, being taught what to do on Just episode helping you 14, out, babe. Just helping you out. Thank you. For those new to this podcast, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we are recording... From Silver Lake, Los Angeles, California, this is a show about love, accepting it, giving it, uh, making fun of it. This show, uh, but what the fuck am I, every every week I start with like recapping like there's any way to do this other than we just turn the mics on, we talk about dating, clearly there's cynicism involved, there's gratitude, there's a lot of feelings that come with love. Would you agree? Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need like a, a diet Coke or something. <laughs> like any, or like something Whoa, with a little bit of Tasha's caffeine. going crazy. I know. Here, have I a sip of this. I have my C4 energy no. drink. I, they, I just need this piece of chocolate to kick in. I just need a little sugar Is for it my me? brain work. I feel like you got nothing. You know what? Uh, am I projecting I feel, that onto you? Yeah, you are sort of projecting it onto me. I think I'll get something here in a second, but you're right. I am a little in the zone. I'm still, I've got that yoga fog. Jeez, we just got back from yoga. Remind remind me to never podcast after yoga. I mean, first yeah. of all, we have not been doing yoga for a long time. My arms really felt it today. I, I felt so much less strong than I used to feel at yoga. I used to feel really strong. I used to feel like I really pushed myself. Anytime you could go above and beyond, I always did. And I always drip sweat and hurt every time. You didn't sweat today? But, oh, I, I definitely sweat today. But today it was like... I I felt limits. Does that does that make sense? Like there were only so many. Like when she was like, "Oh, you can try and push yourself and do this." I was like, "Nah." Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> take my knee. My favorite pose was when we were doing child's pose, and she's like, "Let your third eye melt into the ground." I'm like, "It melted. It's melted already." <laughs> my third eye is in the ground. I was actually. I we were doing something. I don't know. That was like a side balance, and I felt myself start to tumble, and I thought that I was gonna roly poly and fall. If you fall. If you fall in yoga, you have to keep rolling out the door. <laughs> That's what happens because there's no recovering. <laughs> yoga, it's funny because it's meant to, I mean, it's meant for a million reasons, but you're supposed to like get out of your own head and just realize you're not important. Like the world doesn't revolve around you. It's a good moment to just let yourself be. Yet for me, when I'm in yoga, no matter what I'm doing, I'm imagining that everyone else is judging my poses. No one gives a fuck about you. That's not just a good lesson for yoga. That's a good lesson for life. Nobody else is paying any attention to you at all. How do you People say that? People are so self-involved that they they are not giving one thought about you. Yeah. Like, but you ever like have the that? guy who walked in and put his mat directly in front of me in the mirror. What? That's the biggest pet peeve of mine. It's windows. It's windows. They teach you this like from the time you're little. Yeah, you stagger. Well, you shouldn't be looking at yourself in the mirror. It helps me to balance, though. Yeah, I like to look at myself. I like and to you want to check your form. Yeah, if I don't look at myself, I'll start drifting in one move. Anyway, let's... <laughs> What's worse than doing yoga? Listening to two people talk about doing yoga. But uh, we survived it, and that's the important part. I, I literally just feel like my the, my forehead is melted off. What are you doing? You, she, I, she's literally taking a sports bra off while not taking her shirt off. This is incredible. This is why we need to do just do video podcasting from now on, because you can't pull, get away with this shit. 
What do you mean I can't get away? I did get away not, with it. I just got away with it. I'm saying if we were video recording this like Houdini move you just did, you wouldn't have done it. You you have a sports bra sitting around your neck. Well, I was waiting to take my earphones okay, off move, so I could get move. other. No, 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 no. <laughs> take your photo. No, 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 no. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. No. No, no, no. Listen. I'm this hiding. is going on the sex actually. Okay. And I'm putting this on. This is, you've done this to yourself. Today's episode is brought. No, no, no. Move your arms. The whole world needs to see. Everyone go to Sex Actually Pod right now. Move your arms. Move my I'm t- arms. I'm, I'm showing the photo. Smile. You need I'm to not put gonna, a filter on this. I don't care. Just hold on. The, because I, the, you can't get away with this without me. This is Tasha Courtney. Post, with a bra scarf. Post yoga. It's a sports bra scarf. Okay, but just don't move for a second. For those listening, just hold on a second. I'm trying to get the... Just, just stop moving your shoulders. I don't... Don't, I don't dance while I'm trying you? to take a photo. Just smile. <laughs> Okay, got it. This the was painful. Around, and if everyone neck, who just heard that. It looks actually like a... Actually, I think you might be onto something. How about a scarf sports bra? So you can wear it at, You can wear a sports bra, and then when you're done caring about life, you, th- you throw it above your shoulders. I, just, I didn't want my boobs to be squished anymore. Your tits have been uh, in the news recently. What does that mean? Your, oh, from yesterday? What happened? Dude, it was somebody, some creep in the grocery store came up and like was sort of like hitting on me. I don't know. He was like, he was like, Hey, do you mind if I ask you something? Hold on. Profile him. What did he look like? Um, uh, two fifty ethnicity black. Oh, Hey, all right. Six feet. Six. No, much taller. Six and a half feet. Six and a half. So six feet, six. Yeah. (laughs) Very tall. Six and a half feet. (laughs) <laughs> You're asking for I'm. You asked me to profile, okay. and I'm profiling. Yeah, I'm just saying it was strange. Some the way gray you... hairs. He had some gray okay, hairs. Okay, okay, enough. So black, black dude, tall, yeah. tall black guy. But I'm in the beer aisle because we've been out of beer for a while, and I was craving one, and I wanted to see if they they had any winter beers out, and they didn't. Not in stock. Um, but this guy came up to me. I thought he was going to ask me a direction, like if I knew where something was. He was like, "Can I ask you something?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And he was like. So, uh, uh, first question uh, immediately. Oh, do you have a boyfriend? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, second question. This is a more serious question. Okay. Is he a serious boyfriend? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, yeah. You know, I Did just you tell him to subscribe to the podcast. No. And uh, always he, be closing. I just <laughs> <laughs> always be closing. I was just trying to get away unscathed. Okay, so but you know he just um so he was like yeah I just you know I I, I would have kicked myself if I didn't ask I saw oh, you walking sweet. around no it's it so started far, out so far mild and harmless okay and then it turned into oh yeah I saw when I saw the girls were out I contact directly at my tits. Did you have um I'm not blaming you but what were I you? was not wearing a bra okay I was wearing a baggy t-shirt so you had but you had your nipples were poking out. Just it was cold I'm in the grocery you. store. I'm not blaming but you. But here's the thing: the is that I actually I felt sort of like it was my fault, you know. But as if me not wearing a bra gives people license to have bad manners and like commentary on my tits and be st- staring at my boobs while talking to me, following me. And so I was just like, oh, okay, ha, right. And I just kind of went back to like beer and gave him like put my back to him. And he was like, so is it like bad that I talked to you? Because I literally my response from my face was like, no smile, not giving you an resting, inch on this. Resting cunt face. Yeah, it was really RCF. like when if somebody's gonna be a douche like. Sorry, you're not getting a polite smile from me. You're getting a, okay, fuck you, bye, no face. And um, he was like, sorry, like, is it is it bad that I talk to you? And I was like, it's no big deal. And that, 
I think he was asking if he could talk to me more. And um, I was just trying to get out of there. But he said something else about my tits. And I, I don't what know. It was just say? so icky. What else icky. did he say about your tits? What, was, what wasn't covered? No. <laughs> Not yeah, your, he just like reiterated that the girls were out and was looking at my boobs. And oh, and when I saw, I, I was just, I was imagining some things. And that's when I was just like, wave. I did the fuck you wave and walked away. I just walked away. You did the fuck you wave. Yeah. I was just like, all right, bye. It must be hard to not be polite. It is. It's really you're hard. to be polite. And then afterwards. And this guy you, outweighs me by 150 pounds. Oh, I'm sure. And then afterwards, I'm sure you came up with a million different answers you would have liked to say. Or no, I, I, f- I felt fine about how I handled it. It just didn't feel good. It, it's 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 hard for me to understand. Like, so you're in a beer aisle with, there with, are... uh, without a bra on, and, and, and but then... in a baggy t-shirt yeah, with no makeup on, with you know, it's like, yeah, sure. I guess you're some not, people could be like, oh, why weren't you wearing a bra? It's like, well, because I've been working all day and I had a bra and I was driving home and I drove past a Ralph's and wanted to get water. We're out of water. You know, it's like, I shouldn't, do I have to cover up? And this is not like me being like, uh, like super skin showing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, do I, does me not having a bra on give somebody license to follow me around the grocery store and tell me what they were imagining about my tits? No. It's disgusting. Guys are supposed to keep that to themselves. Because here's the deal. Men will notice nipples. I don't know why. We have them too. Men have nipples. We don't use them. But we notice nipples on a girl, and it's a weird. When you break it down, it's a weird thing. It's, but that doesn't give you license to like say something. It doesn't like have no, some speak manners. Speak like a gentleman. Have and walk some by. manners. Sometimes, every once in a while, a guy will be checking out a girl, and next thing you know, he's following her into to a different aisle and, and doesn't realize. It. And then you go, "Oh, geez, I'm, I'm not here to get diapers," and you just keep <laughs> walking. And it's how it happens. You asked me today why I was checking out that girl's tits, and I wasn't even checking them out. Because she, she, had, she was, first of all, was like across four lanes of traffic, so I'm not getting a good look at her tits. And I was just commenting that she had a hot pink sports bra on. But do you, yeah, do you realize that all men check out girls? I, I, I understand this crossed the line. There's no debating it. He crossed the line, but it's just... Yeah, I do understand would that. You, would I you just... be jealous if like, a, if, like a, our yoga teacher's tits uh, are huge? She's uh, Amy. If you're listening, we, we love you. <laughs> but you're you have a gig, and then there's no butts. There's no butts. Butt tube. There's no butts about it. She has huge boobs. I, you're not going to you? not. She's doing uh, Warrior Three in front of me. You're not going to not notice her tits. Yeah, but would you ever in a million years walk up to her after class and 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 be sleazy and hit on her and say, "Oh man," and and look directly at her boobs instead of her eyes and be like, "Oh man," I was just imagining when I saw that your girls were. We're out today. Boy, I was imagining. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. It's like, right no, there. no. So I, that, that, like, here's who in at. their right mind would would act like Do that? Do you think it works in other sor- sort of social circles or other? Do you know? No, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. I, I think, I, I mean, honestly, like you asked if I could have done something differently. I don't, I could have been meaner. I wish that I actually, like, I feel like I handled it fine for, like, just getting out of there and, like, sort of being worried about, like, my safety. I'm in a weird part of town. Like, you know, there's just, like, a lot of factors that were weird about that and that experience. Yeah, I wouldn't but, trust that people are going to come to your side. Right. right exactly because we, we see shit in in the cities you and see things happen so long. fast the lady just got punched on the subway in new york for ask, telling some guy to stop man spreading she was like squeezed in between the door and he, punched he punched her in the face or, and like other nipples. people 
came to her aid, but like she still got punched in the face by a giant man. So it's like, sure, you could maybe scream and shout and somebody would hopefully help you, but like shit could go down before somebody helps you. It's kind of weird because I think with uh, where we are in society, we've we've kind of uh, curbed our reptilian responses. Like our fight or flight now is is less flight and more... um, kind of survey the situation. So yeah, if someone steals someone's iPhone on the subway, it's like three seconds go by and you go, I want to kick that guy's out. He's already gone. He's gone. And things happen. Especially as a woman. that's They always talk about that in self-defense, that like women are so trained to sort of like... Um, like not hurt people's feelings and and take in the situation whatever that like their response time is slow and and that hurts them in a self-defense situation like we should all be hitting first as women and asking question questions later if somebody sneaks up on you while you're jogging and is right behind you you turn around and immediately hit you know you don't like (laughs) turn around and and survey the situation but that's like a a woman's natural reaction unless you've been trained otherwise so was it? I mean, yeah. I don't know what else to say other than I felt I felt bad because you told me afterwards and you said you were fine and it was just a yuck moment. But fuck, I mean, like as guys, yeah, I can't tell you the last time I felt threatened by a girl being sexual. I mean, I you know, girls, uh, there's it's just not it. It just doesn't feel the same as if like a dude or a girl grabbed my ass or something. It just doesn't. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever be in like a fearful position. Like you might feel like sort of like violated or that your personal space or whatever, bad manners, but I don't think you ever feel like someone's going to physically overpower you and like you're checking the exit. Do you ever wonder if people don't care? Like, like, Like even listening right now, do you ever wonder if people don't care that someone was checking you out because you're not really a minority? Or that, or because you're good looking, or because you've got shit going on. I know it sounds stupid to ask, but it's like there, there are probably people that are listening, going, "Just be fucking grateful this guy was even noticing." You know what I mean? And I know that's not right, but well, yeah, I would say that there are a lot of people that still feel that way. Have you ever been on the internet? I mean, the things that people will say, comments, <laughs> comments that people will write are are awful. You would think that I'm going to say that probably half the population thinks that catcalling is a compliment, and you know, obviously, you know my stance on it. That's not the case. It's a power dynamic. A, when you catcall, you are. Um, I'm not I'm just going to shame people for being like, "Hey, beautiful." But and 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 also, yesterday, my side job, I drive random people around. There was a dude in in the front seat of my car who was yelling out the door at at this lady. I mean, we're like, we literally drove, drove by her. So I was like, hey, like, what are you going to do? Like, he, he yelled that she had a kid and he was like, he was like hitting on her. And he's just like, dude, it's, you know, for 18 and high, he's a kid. But it's like, fuck, you have no clue. Like, imagine if but, you know, your mom. But, and this kid. is me holding you accountable. Did you say anything? Yeah, I did. What'd you I, say? Well, th- there was just a, it was a group of rowdy, like, you know, college age kids. And he asked if, if he could, uh, he asked if he could, like, I don't know, yell, like hit on girls or something. You know, it was like so immature that you're like, what? And I was like, no. And then he did anyway. But like, 
But that's the thing. It's like it requires men holding other men accountable. Yeah. And like it's always uncomfortable. But like imagine how uncomfortable it is for us to always have to be in the position. Like I didn't tell that man yesterday that he had bad manners. I didn't tell him that that was rude. And I wish he wouldn't talk about my tits. You know, or I wish he wouldn't look at. You know, it's like don't don't talk to me that way. That it's disgusting. I wish I had the balls to say that to him. But honestly, I'm not in the position to say that to him we used to have a friend named caitlin and her nickname was cheeks because she had a big ass in college and every once in a while we would we would slap our ass and i I feel bad about that you should apologize to her yeah i should should i call her up i don't have her number she's married now (laughs) but i but yeah like but you've got to understand that like we spend our whole lives experiencing these things and it's become normalized it's like it's finally in the conversation now, but all of these I've had experiences like this my whole life, and it's always just been like, yeah, yeah, okay, well, like I feel icky, you know, but you, like when you talk this about social life. media and the internet, the quote unquote internet you speak of, you know, we just had the Arab Spring. I mean, you talk thousands of years of civilization, and we just had we we are just starting to get unified in different ways. We're starting to shame people that kill lions. We're starting to do certain, you know, there's a civil justice to it. There's there's obviously going to be, you know, are you familiar with McCarthyism? I'm not. I'm not comfortable enough speaking about it. But there's going to be, there There will be innocent people and people that get um, lynched before their trial and things like that. But there also is a, a movement of awareness. So I'd ra- instead of speaking out against the small percentage of bad that'll come from it, the awareness is that uh, we're realizing uh, that that isn't right, even if the girl's laughing. Yeah, it's a. I think long term, what we hope for is that we change the culture so that men have more awareness that like this is not cool, and it just it it slowly fizzles out. We had someone write in a few weeks ago that was kind of not for some of the things women are preaching. There's a lot of women that aren't, and and and, and you can't take a whole gender, half the world's population, and get them to all agree on something. So there will be areas where you we, uh, women do not all agree. Whether it's can you can you now fire someone for something they did in the '80s or '90s and this and that, and and it's like who are we to say? That's really up to you know, uh, you know that, that I don't I don't know I don't know, but it's it's interesting that you know I I, I don't know what to say other than we should we, well we I mean that's interesting, episode. but it's. one it's going to be up to the company and two there's i'm i feel like for the most part a harasser or like a sexual abuser is not like a one-time it's crazy right it's crazy to think that someone like charlie rose because i don't know much about him but it's like he looks like everyone's like grandfather he doesn't it's crazy to see guys that had that their their whole job is built upon their reputation you can't deliver the news as a liar People have to trust you, even if it's morning news or, or you know things like that. Like you have to, there's a trust that we're we're kind of pulling away the curtain here on the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, but don't you think that that's like the best way to live? It's starting to it's starting to be, and and of course you know like throughout time throughout. I think the the big thing to remember is that people are generally very forgiving. We all are humans too, and we know that everybody makes mistakes. So when you see a good apology 
right? Somebody owning up for their actions, someone saying sorry, someone saying, I'm going to do my best to make a change, you know, a sincere apology. It makes all the difference in the world. If Charlie Rose was a one-time thing, and I don't even know what he's accused of. It's it, yeah, at least eight women. Being naked in yeah. front of people and all sorts and of stuff. In a but of like power if and- he had truly if he had done it once and felt bad about it, he would have apologized to the people that he hurt and never done it again. Right? That's that's what a real apology is, is is a change in behavior. It's acknowledging I fucked up, saying I'm very sorry for hurting you, and I'm gonna never do this again because it feels so shitty to feel this shitty. Sure. You know, it feels it feels bad to feel like I've hurt somebody else and I'm gonna make sure that I never hurt anybody else again. That is not the case for a lot of these people. I think for, I think a lot of I think people are afraid to admit to things because of the crazy and in, in, in most of the time justified backlash you need you know someone like louis ck obviously enough women came forward and and he owned up to it and 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 it's a huge step because i think louis ck he's got a kink that that while it probably wasn't illegal it was he was he didn't realize was he was harmful it was harmful and he was in a position of power with other comedians like if you've got a you kink know, about jerking off. off in front of strangers then hire a prostitute to jerk and, off of him no in but in his thing was obviously jerking off not in front of strangers but in front of women he knew and that he was probably married at the time and he thought that this was his way of playing it safe which of course is wrong hit him coming out with an apology owning up to it and not just saying i'm sorry for doing it but saying i'm sorry i now realize i was in a position of power that's such an important thing because he has millions of people that look up to him so instead of him just getting fired from all the and i know they're scrubbing his specials from different streaming services it doesn't matter his following so big he'll recover from and hopefully use his platform for good yeah maybe he'll make jokes of the situation it doesn't mean you're making but light i think of it. that's the that's the difference between someone who apologizes and you know there were criticisms of his apology too he never really actually said he's sorry i hope that he's calling up all of these individual women and saying he's sorry but like the vast majority of apologies that you hear just like the charlie one Rose one that we saw in the news this morning ended with an excuser ended with I don't believe all of these allegations are true it's like well they are well but that's but it, it's one thing I it's think a, you but, can apologize but also you know be like like look I mean for, if you're Cosby and you rape 75 women it doesn't you know don't say well I didn't rape those other three it's like you're a fucking monster you're still a rapist you're a monster but that's the thing is like let's stop making a habit of like undermining um, a woman's point of view. Like, if a woman makes an ac- accusation, we need to believe them. I believe women. I, w- I worry. I believe women. With same thing as the political climate, I worry that uh, that media companies are are reporting and sen- sensationalizing things every day. We turn the turn the news on. But to that's find out a who's poor excuse now. for deciding that you're not just not going to believe. Women. No, I think you can believe the women, but then also listen to the women and not just what what they're saying on the news. Because sometimes it's like they're lumping Louis C.K. in with monsters. It negates the Polanskis and the Weinsteins. Well, it negates how, how crazy these rapists, like allegedly, what I don't know what I have to say, are when it's something that it's, it's a different well, bad. What were we watching? A, oh, Bill Maher the other night when they were talking about the difference, but like being able to just discern that like one thing, like yes, if we are looking at two people who um, are accused of sort of sexual misconduct, we can differentiate between context. rapists we can differentiate between like child molesters and we can differentiate between someone who took a nasty photo on I think uh, we can I think we can one tour. on one but this angry mob can't this angry mob all says I don't buy that 
I don't buy that. I think that we still, and for a long time going forward, are going to have a large portion of the population who don't want to believe women, who don't want to support women, who are going to say that women are causing all of this, sensationalizing this. Maybe in, no, in our liberal circle, I think, me- I think the media. Is maybe not it's it sounds like it's getting a lot of support, but. You know, they're still not sure if they're going to elect Roy Moore in Alabama. It's fucking nuts. You know, they don't know that he is a child molester and he might win. Allegedly. He's allegedly a child molester. He might win. Baby, he just likes going to malls. He's hanging outside a Hot Topic, buying Rubik's Cubes and whoopee cushions. How many women have accused him? At least like eight, right? You know, here's a woman who hasn't accused him. We have a reader email. I'm going to read it because my phone's about to die. My phone is broken into a million pieces. I'm still using it. It's shattered just beyond Just get the belief. screen replaced. I know. I just uh, I thought of it. Here, let's read this email we got. Hello from a foreign land. Hello, Dave and Tasha. You're both beautiful, witty, and real. Love the fact that you do soap together. <laughs> Thanks so much. Tada Soap on Instagram. I love your podcast and usually listen to it while doing chores, administration work. How do you call it? Dot, dot, dot. In short, dash 31 mom to a two-year-old boy. Oh, she's only 31. Oh, she's sort of our age. <laughs> That's my way of not giving her age. She's sort of our age. She's close to uh, your age. She's, uh, she has a mom to a two-year-old boy. Athlete, freelancer, and a hippie soul. I like you already. I used to live in Los Angeles, but totally lost myself in the abundance of the city. I played tennis at LMU, but shortly after graduating, moved back closer to home in Slovenia. Slovenia. That's pretty cool. That's right. You, do you know where that is? Is that a satellite country of Russia? Isn't that where um, Melania it, is from? Want to go look it up on the thing? Isn't that where Melania is from? Are we, is Melania thirty one? Is this Melania? <laughs> now, I, uh, now I have a rowdy two-year-old and a partner. Yes, not married. Been with a guy for seven years now, and it's totally normal here, at least, dot, dot, dot. Uh, then she gave us her, her Instagram. I tagged you. I tagged you in her Instagram. Okay. Uh, she, um, and she said, just sharing some random personal stuff. Yes, please share random personal stuff. We love this. I'd also like to think that I'm a creative soul. I write for different companies about wellness, fitness, nutrition, and styling. I would soon like to put together a website for inspiring creative thoughts. I've been... Oh, okay. She said she was diagnosed with PCOS when she was 14. So it's something I learned to live with. Now I would love to share more of my life and inspire others to indulge in creative processes more often too. I was actually... Uh, so, I think there's a typo. Listening to your podcast and it inspired me to start thinking about it. You talked how creativity influences how much we tap into ourselves. By the way, I really enjoy your book recommendations. I'm, however, not much into self-help, but some ideas hit home. Together with some like-minded souls, we're actually starting to read the artist's way and share our thoughts in this uh, in this support group. It's uh, super private for now, um, but hopefully some uh, some more join on the way and we get some good things out of it. Thanks for being so inspiring and real. You keep it up. I should share your podcast with my friends more. The only thing is that my social media following is not really big. Best regards from the other side of the world. No, share it with one person. That's fine. You can share it with one person at a time. If you If you know anyone who does chores... Uh, and wants to listen, I, I promise you, you put some nice headphones on, you do some vacuuming, you hang out with us, and you'll get some shit accomplished. Uh, but anyway, thank you from Slovenia. Did you look it up? Is that where she's Yeah, from? that is where Melania is That's from. That's where Melania is from? I wish I knew more about Slovenia. So you went all the way from Slovenia to Los Angeles. That's, that's really cool. Our paths have uh, 
maybe not exactly cross, but now we're in your ears. So thanks for listening. And um, yeah, I don't know. Creativity to me, it's we're, we all can be creative in different ways. And I think it's healthy in relationships to just express yourself, to dance, whatever that is. Dance like with that inner kind of jive that you have. I don't know. We fit like, didn't you just. Well, we had spoken about, I think maybe the. Where did you come? I don't, I don't, I don't, oh, it was the book that your mom was had, was talking about, about the cause for different ailments. Yeah. And PCOS was like stifled creativity. Wow. That's where we got that from. And that's, we, and we spoke about this on the podcast. She was diagnosed at the age of 14. And you, is that something that you're like, I, I always forget. Is that the thing that you talk about? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the same thing that I've got. And for me, it started about two or three years ago. And it's, so it's just a hormonal thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, th- they don't really know what causes it. It's just a thing. But it's more it's women fairly common. Even know. I, I, I don't know what the actual statistics are, but many, many, many women will at some point have cysts on their ovaries. Um, but for a lot of people, it it just goes away on its own. It doesn't happen all the time. It's not persistent. Or if, if the letter PCOS, if it was SPOC, we call it Spock. Got the Spock. Okay. But well, you don't have the Spock. Either. Great. <laughs> Great commentary okay. there. Anyway, I'll read a couple more reviews that people have left us. I, I found um, uh, some coloring like cards that I had gotten uh, probably for like Christmas last year. And how year. many have you done? And and I have done none of them, but I was thinking what a nice thing that is to as a creative outlet. Yeah. What are you going to do for creativity in 2018? You're going to... I mean, so... so have you stimmied your creativity? Is that what is that, is, is that is this going to help your? Isn't it crazy to think that by not doing something your body's meant to do, by not by not uh, beat marching to the beat of your or own or like drum, something that your spirit is meant to do, yeah. maybe by not following in like by your all means, spiritual I'm not path. Saying that you're sick, that you that you have this little thing, the PCOS because of that, but they're saying there's more to. Expressing yourself. Obviously, there is a mind body soul connection that in the world we live in, the Western world, Western medicine doesn't want to think about us sort of as a whole. They'd rather you take ibuprofen. Mind body spirit. They'd rather you put a band aid on. They they treat the body. Right, they if there's a problem with the body, they treat the body. They don't treat the mind and the spirit along with it. So you know, I I I would say that there's a no harm in trying something new you your book um the the yeah the superior man said something about um well i'll say this about like the time that you spend for females spending time with other females and that feminine energy is good for your health yeah absolutely it absolutely is and and that i i mean it's 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 interesting you know a, a male who knows where he got that information from, writes a book about what, why, you know, what can help women with their health. And it just sounds like we're just assholes mansplaining. But if it, if it helps, if it helps you out to have a, to, to make sure that you have that feminine energy, it's just, it's like strength within numbers. It's this weird, like I tell men, men, you know, all the time, hey, why can't I attract the right girl? Maybe you need to attract the right guy first. Maybe you need the right friends before you meet some girls because you're maybe not vibing with the right energy. You need to you need to really be able to have that community and not just male, it's male, female, whatever. You need that right community to kind of attract anything worthwhile because why would they want to be with some loner? 
you can be a loner in in some regards. Well, I find myself. I, it's to more be kind about of- being like spiritually healthy. I think more than anything else. And so if you are like the sum of your five closest friends, are they spiritually healthy? Are they lifting you up? Are they encouraging you to follow your dreams or follow your path? It's you the tell same me. You know way. My friends. Well, I'm not talking about you. I know, but, but, it's, no, but, like- it, but it's similar to like you are a person that works out every day. If you miss a workout, you feel wound up. Wound you up. come home and you bring home this energy and Sometimes I I'll literally am, tackle you onto the bed. Like I form tackle you. I need to play. I'm like a dog. And I am guilty of not working out as much as I should, but I do know that for me personally, and maybe maybe I'm having a realization right now, but like I am more I have I feel more stress in my body when I'm not working out. When I'm working out on a consistent basis. You know, it's a good way to burn off steam and burn off energy. And I haven't been working out for the past few months. It's a curse because you've been busy with work, which is good for you. Work is good. Is it easier for you to see that you've you've got work and you can check those boxes off? Uh, The gym doesn't pay you. Uh, as far as I know. Well, the, so the gym it, doesn't not pay. That's what I'm getting at. Is like if if it's keeping me from like having road rage while I'm in the car for three hours a day, then it is worthwhile to go to the gym. And if it keeps me from snapping at someone, somebody who's being, being me <laughs> or whoever, then it is worthwhile. So I recommended I think, you take boxing. I was like, you should take boxing classes. Maybe <laughs> punch another bag, not, not me. But I think you know, for me, I know that having the class structure is really important, and so I think I. I just need to make a commitment to a few nights a week saying I'm going to this 6 p.m. class. I'm going to this 7.30 p.m. class and What's just gonna... make it a part of work. It's like, oh, I have work. Um, you know, I'm, my last appointment is from 4 to 6 and I'm going to the gym at 7 and you're going to be working late anyway. So there's no right. reason for me to rush home but th- if is I that can exciting? go get in a quick if I'm going from uh, my improv class at the Groundlings, right, that gets over at one thirty. I don't have to work till four. You're away. If I go, oh, that gives me two and a half hours to go to the gym, have a coffee, go in the steam room. I'm fucking looking forward to the gym. Not necessarily because I'm going to bust my ass. Sometimes I don't sweat at all. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I see buddies and we just stretch on the mats like two old ladies, like whatever. But I really do. I, I mean, it is, you know me. It, I really need, and sometimes I'm like, babe, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and just run. I'm going to force gump this shit and you go like all right go do it and 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 it's serving every aspect of me physically but also mentally i'm strengthened the more i strength the more i feel like strong in my legs the long the 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 more productive i can be out in the day because i've just I've, I'm, I'm running a stronger more efficient system and also i would argue that it probably is benefiting you spiritually oh fuck yeah meditative i mean the best thing i've ever done in my life and it was a it was a Forrest Gump moment when I decided to run a marathon in college. It was I had just gotten cut second year in a row from the baseball team. Uh, less cut and more didn't make the spring team. Like I, it, it's a D one. These guys were fucking. I wasn't good enough. I I got cut. I cried when I had to call my mom because for some reason there's that feeling of disappointment. You know what I mean? Like I probably I didn't cry when I got cut. I cried when I had to call her and be like. Oh, fuck it. like i think it's the same thing i cried when i called you and got an accident i was like uh, <laughs> fucking hurt <laughs> i got an accident i don't know but like but then i had this moment where i went i was i yeah university of rhode island it's in the woods and i just started running one day and some other shit happened i got in a fight with somebody my fraternity all this shit hit the fan and i was like i need to fucking go i had too much energy in my 
soul that had to be somewhere and I had to drain it out. But don't you think like, if you think about it in an evolutionary sort of way, we used to have to work hard all day long. We used to have to like run to find our food for every meal. We used to have to hunt. Build, and would get, do, yeah. get firewood. There's yeah. always farms and shit to so do. So it was physical activity and sense of accomplishment. Whereas nowadays you can get your food at any drive through or wherever. Everything is easy. And we're not doing that sort of like action with a sense of completion and fulfillment. And I feel like that, that hurts our bodies. Like if you're running five miles a day chasing wild boar to get your food, <laughs> like you burn it off and you you feel good, tired at the bacon. end of the day. You feel serenity. You feel accomplishment. Nothing better than that feeling. Nothing better than coming home. I can. St- I. I. I have built a system for me that that does that with all the jobs. Like I built. I don't need to be like. I don't need to sign up for a five k to have the motivation to go running. I've kind of figured that but out. But if myself. somebody does need to sign up for a five k to have the motivation to go running, that's fine. Do it. For me, I know what my limitations about physical activity are. It's that I'm exhausted at the end of the day because I have a physically exhausting job. I don't want to spend an extra hour each way in traffic just to go to the gym. Right. You know, I know traffic what my hangups hang are. So if I can get past those hangups, if I can schedule the time, treat it like an appointment, have another friend be there so that it's like a but social that's a, occasion. That's, that's another limitation. Or that even you have, that it's the well, friend sh- thing. Sure, but you know, it's about finding ways to sort of accommodate what your hangups are. Yeah. You know, you have to wrong. find a workaround. You spend a lot of the days alone in your car. It's not. There's nothing wrong with wanting to see your friends. I with stand up, I just get to see my friends. You know, within my community at work, and I think a lot of people do that. But yeah, it's. But even if I'm just like promising myself that, like, I need a spa day, so I'm gonna go to the gym so I can hang out in the steam room or the sauna. I used to do that like, all the time. That's then I should be doing that. Yeah, and it's even stupid, if I but... am not going to the gym to work out, if I'm going to like decompress, and maybe some days you skip the gym and you go home and take a bubble bath with salts and lavender, but. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what, I haven't done that, but that sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah. So I guess what's the thing you're, you're having a moment of enlightenment 37 minutes into the podcast. What's going to, cause I, cause here's what I've learned. I can't do Uh spoiler alert. We're, 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 we date each other for those new, I can't tell you, you should go to the gym cause that's going to come off the wrong way. I, I, I know you, I know you need to, because I think the last couple of weeks you've been real hot with me, real hot real fucking but why aren't you using that as reflection on yourself maybe i've been hot with you because you've been slacking maybe i just think you got a lot of inner calories you need to burn i'm not saying you're physically calories well i have been i've been i've been trying to do planks and squats at home when i don't get to the gym i just you know for me i want to have a strong and healthy body and i know that not going to the gym is like it's harder to like get out of shape. I felt it in yoga today. I felt it in my shoulders and my arms. Everything was a lot harder in my shoulders Isn't and my arms though, than it used to work, be. The less, the more out of shape you get. Uh, so you say, well, I, I can't afford to go to the gym at night. I'm exhausted. Yeah, I, yeah, but you need to go to the gym when you are exhausted. But it's more about like I want to have like a long and healthy life and a healthy spine, and that requires like working out. It's way easier to stay healthy than it is to like you know, get completely out of shape and start from scratch. That's a way more daunting task. So I'm trying to catch myself. Well, this is a good conversation to have before the New Year's because everyone, obviously on January 1st, I mean, this is going to be the first uh, holiday season I'm not 
in the one hundred eighties. I've been I've been hitting around one eighty five. Yeah, I really have the last couple of years. I mean, I couldn't get above one sixty five in college and even young twenties. You know, New York, living on a fifth floor walk up. You know, running around town all day. I couldn't get above one seventy. This so I've been at one eighty five every year, and this year I'm going to be entering the holidays below 170 we're going to go to spin class before thanksgiving dinner uh we got some like it's i'm glad that it makes you proud but i also don't think you should be like hung up on a number no 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 and and i've also gained a little bit of muscle mass in the last couple months since baseball has ended and i'm okay knowing that muscle mass is just heavier than fat but it's 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 jumping on the scale at the gym is an it's an indicator when i go from 175 to 167 i go oh good i put away the chocolate this is nice and don't get me wrong i'm you know in you know I, I, it's like I'm taking it week by week. So every week I'm probably giving up sugar and carbs maybe three days a week. And, and it, when, when I had to first lose the weight, I was giving that up six days a week. And then I was going nuts my one cheat day. Now that I'm not doing one cheat day, you know, it's like, I'm not, you know, we're not, we're not like starving ourselves. We're baking some acorn squash. We're having some Brussels sprouts, shit ton of butter. I'm just cutting that. And don't get me wrong. We had, we didn't even talk about this before. Here, here's the issue. We haven't gone to yoga in six months. And what do we do right before yoga today? We go to the waffle and get waffle breakfast sandwiches. That almost, I almost puked that up. There was, it was very close. <laughs> it was a very touch I was and go. glad that we had, you know, 15 minutes or so before a, a class biscuit. to just digest a little bit. We got, we got the waffles. I immediately went to the bathroom at the gym and sh- took a shit. I'm sorry. And then, and then I did yoga. That was, that's my new ritual is a pre-yoga shit. That's what I have. Because I'm not doing downward dog with a full, no sorry, Bob. That's not going to happen. <laughs> anyway, um, we got some sh- – okay, so two episodes ago, I bet you that you wouldn't finish the first three chapters of The Highly Sensitive Person. And I'll tell you what, right here, uh, what do we have on the bet? The bet is um, if you did finish the first three chapters, I would take you to Little Dom's, a nice Italian restaurant, blow a lot of money, and get you get your pasta. And if I win the bet, you have to take me uh, to a bon- – a, a No, pick-pop. I didn't have to take you. You could go. With you, you were going to take me. On I don't a pub think crawl. that's what we agreed. So anyway, I see your bookmark here. You didn't know I was going to do this. I'm opening the page. Um, okay, the bookmark is on page 13. In fact, actually, there's. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. There's one more page. It looks like. It looks like you. Uh, what, what do you? You're, you're so organized. You've got uh, little orange index cards. Bear with me, people. Okay, you made it to page 17. So let's see what chapter page 17 is. Um, da, 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 da. I also, the though, big reveal. No, 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 don't spoil it. I want to. Chapter one! <laughs> you made it to chapter one. But, but, can I have the book, please? please. I want to show you something. Please do. Because I sort of feel like that was an unfair assessment because the book starts off with. Um, acknowledgements oh, oh fuck the acknowledgements <laughs> and then an author's note and she put in this note because you know she wrote it a decade ago or whatever and and she wanted to follow up I'll on the most frequently asked questions and this acknowledgements look how long it is okay okay look how long. okay tasha that counts as a chapter start start from the um what's the page before acknowledgements what's that page called uh start from the uh dedicate the dedication page okay 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 start there and flip as many pages as it takes to get to chapter one. Flip, okay. 
Flip. Yeah, I am. Okay. I'm flipping. Flip through all those pages. Still author's note. Okay, look at okay. all this. Look how thick that is. Okay, tell me how many pages that is. Not it front back. Babe, it's XXIV. Flip with your fingers. I don't, I don't know Roman numerals. Yeah, you do. One, then two ones is two, and then three ones is three, and then IV. Okay, how many pages is that? Eight, nine, ten, eleven okay, pages. Now take eleven Wait, pages ahead of where you finished okay, reading. Okay, I get what you're and saying. See if that's two chapters. But you haven't. Good luck. But you haven't listened to what I just said yet. Are those stressful pages? That was just author's note. Now is preface. Okay, you're on. And preface is another. What did we say that was? Uh, eleven. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Okay, okay, so 16, 16 pages so before count one. 16 pages from page, what is it, 13? And tell me what chapter no, you're on. 17. Ch- seven, so, so, 16, one, so 17. 2, 3. So, page, four. get to page 33. If page 33 isn't Eight, on chapter 4, nine, you owe me 10, a pub crawl. 11, 12, 13. Riveting. 14, this is riveting knowledge 15, for everybody. 16. All right, what chapter are you on? Chapter 3. Okay, you're supposed to read three chapters, so you lost. No, I won. No, 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 no. Bullshit. You were supposed to read three chapters. This is such a crock of shit. Anyway, tell me what you learned from chapter one. Highly sensitive person. Why don't you give us a little summation here? Tasha found out that she's sensitive. I'm going to read seven more pages, and then I'll win. Okay, good, but you are two weeks late, so you were supposed to finish. Uh, you're you're still going to take me a little dumb. Uh, of sorry. course, because you might get daddy's little princess what did you learn? Tell me what chapter one is titled. Uh, chapter one is titled. Do it uh, book report style for all of us listening. The highly sensitive person. If you're in a relationship in life or if you think you might be highly sensitive or you have a partner who's snaposaurus on you, maybe they're sensitive. Maybe they're maybe uh, traffic. Maybe uh, the crowded subway. Maybe loud noises or the wrong color uh, uh, wallpaper is pissing them off. Maybe. Maybe it's not you. Maybe they're taking it out on you. But... Um, what did you learn? Chapter one was facts about being highly sensitive, but actually I found the author's note um, way more exciting and informative because it was like follow-up stuff. This is, the chapter one was sort of the basics, which is why I kind of quit on it. But if you go back. <laughs> the highly sensitive person quit on chapter one because it was just the basics. <laughs> I don't need the basics over here. I need the real deal. I'm skipping to chapter nine. Okay, so the most um, interesting thing... But also, did you read this while you were mad at me? No, I was just laying I on feel the like, couch. I feel like one day you were mad at me, and then you started reading The Highly Sensitive Person. And I'm starting to wonder if you read it with vengeance or with acceptance. No, I was laying on the couch reading, and then I moved to the floor so I could stretch my hips, and I put my feet up on the wall, and I stretched my hips, and I kept reading. Um, okay, so this little part in the author's note, which, like I said, is like her... 10 years later. Last question. Everything she learned. Your, your erect nipples. Is that a sensitivity issue? Is that something a highly sensitive person has? Or is that different? It's no? not funny. Okay. Okay. Does describes it. D-O-E-S. Does. Does. Um, when I wrote Psychotherapy and the Highly Sensitive Person in 2011 to help therapists understand us better, including that our trait is not an illness or flaw, I created an acronym that I already mentioned in order to help therapists assess for this trait. I've come to like it as a way of describing both us and the research about us. D. So the person who wrote this is a highly sensitive person? Right. Gotcha. 
And she talks about that in the and author's I like that note, she like why it's she did it. It's not a disease. It's just, uh, it's just how you're calibrated. Well, yeah. And she talks about, I mean, it, it actually, there were a lot of, a lot of parts that were really interesting. She talks about sort of like the ecological advantage to having, I mean, the, um, um, the evolutionary advantage to having highly sensitive portion of the population. And she said, she, you know, she imagines and that there, that it's about 15 to 20% of the population. Could and, two highly sensitive people live together or is it better that we're not, that I'm like, highly well, she talks about how like, and, and this is all purely speculation, but like from an evolutionary perspective, people used to live in groups, right? Small groups of 20 to 30 people. And um, having a small percentage of them be highly sensitive means that those people are more alert. They could hear the and twigs then, break and go, what the... F-? They're, they're, they'd, be the, they'd be Lieutenant Dan in Vietnam. They're more detail-oriented, Great depth of processing. What? Lieutenant Dan in, from Vietnam and Forrest Gump. A lot of Forrest Gump today. Anyway. Um, overstimulation, emotional reactivity, and sensing the subtle. Those are the rest of the acronym. Does? Depth of again. processing. Okay, does. D-O-E-S. Mm-hmm. Depth of processing. Depth of processing. Overstimulation. Overstimulation. Emotional reactivity. Emotional reactivity. And sensing the subtle. Sensing the subtle. All right. But, you know, she talks about but how give me a, give me a having, of- having 80% of your of your population, your small group, not be highly sensitive and be more reactive um, men- means that they run into battle without thinking about it. And like, they're more willing to die and by there the way, are more I of love, them and it's I okay. Love, only a highly sensitive person, which by the way, is an acronym for a cunt. It's only a cunty person. We're going to, we're going to use it. It's not a nice oh, word. Okay. But only a cunty it's person. It's a gendered word. How about you use asshole? Okay, Cause everybody has an asshole. And they all stink. Only, and mine's quivering from that yoga class. Only an asshole could think that their oversensitivity is the is the strongest, you know, part of the uh, tribe. Well, you need some people that are going to deeply evaluate everything. You, you need some think, people you who are thinkers. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, but you need me to wake up on the wrong side of the bed. No, it's good. Sure. Um, it's that's why you, I need you as my backseat driver. And she talks about how it's like actually like written. There are gen- genetic markers for this. Like it's in your genes. Is it uh, gender? A, are women more highly sensitive than men? Uh, so far, no. Okay, I, I'll, my only sample size is you and this lady who wrote the book. That's all I know. But um, you know, it's just it's it's been interesting. She talks about like neurons in your brain and whatever else. And, and then what's the next chapter? Why did you quit? Show me the page that you quit on. Why'd you quit on it? Because I was bored. My back hurt. I wanted to... I love that I come home and I put the Hulu on and I see that there's seven new TV shows you started watching. Part of the highly sensitive process. Does. D-O-E-S. Tasha does watch Netflix. Anyway, maybe... Digging deeper. Maybe that'll be more interesting since it's not just the basics. Chapter two (laughs) is called Digging Deeper, Understanding Your Trait for All That It Is. What is your trait? What do you mean? When they say understanding trait, they just mean... Being highly sensitive. Being... A, okay, understanding... And it, it, you know, it, it uh, sort of manifests itself in different ways for different people, but in general, um, people have similar sort of bodily responses to st- not necessarily stressors, but their environment. And who wants gray hair? I mean, who wants... That's a, that's a scary thing too. It's like I I I don't know if I want kids. I don't um 
I'm not I'm not in a rush, but I just wonder. I wouldn't want to pass them down any. I wouldn't want them to to grow up in any sort of household that's got that stress. I mean, the one thing. What do you mean? I like I, if if being high, being highly sensitive. Whatever we're gonna learn about this book, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but it. Your level of high high sensitivity requires a guy who can really uh, swallow his pride, because you've that would be a good thing for all men in general to learn how sure, to do. Sure, but you've you've literally thrown. I think you attacked me with a pillow the other day. And you, you it was to- on my side of the bed. <laughs> You're the one who wants to sleep with extra pillows, and they always end up smothering me but, in the middle of the night. But somebody who's codependent like myself, we want to avoid these triggers that you have. Whatever your highly sensitive triggers are, we want to avoid them. But we can't. We can't always not go on the highway. We can't always not be late for something. And for me to be like, Tasha, you need to rush. Your response would be, no, but, but think about like the ways that I've sort of like um, arranged my life. I, I go to every appointment 10 minutes early because I can't stand to be running late for things. Sure. And they talked about, they even, they spoke in this book. Um, I won't try and find it, but... Uh, she said she mentioned about like um, the length of tasks uh, and not necessarily tasks, but maybe work or social situations or whatever. Like the length can be super draining for a highly sensitive person if it's um, like a, a social environment where you're seeing a lot of people and new people. And, and typically that sort of thing makes you uncomfortable. It's like you might be able to manage it for two hours, but for four hours is going to be your limit. Is and highly- so she, she mentioned like sitting in traffic for two hours, which is me all the time. I find myself like super stressed out on my way to jobs because I've been sitting in traffic for an hour and a half or all day. And it makes the job feel that much longer. You know what's good to do in traffic? Listen to the Sex Actually podcast. Check out past episodes, 258 of them. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, it's, I mean, we've all got our, our wits end as you as we called it earlier. But there before, are ways to there. manage and not just, you know, living next to your work, although that helps, but like, there are ways there are ways to manage and and to know like if you're going into a situation that's that might be more stressful to a highly sensitive person like how do you combat that which is crazy because you've lived in the last decade in both new york city and los angeles two of the probably hardest cities to live in as far as public transportation goes also coupled with an industry that's nothing but rejection you got dudes hitting on your tits at the rest at the you know it's not this isn't small town usa where everyone protects themselves you're really out there so i wonder how, uh uh you know when we when we talk about the spiritual side of w- who we are on this physical plane we talk about overcoming things so did did tasha the spirit Put herself in New York and L.A. to overcome her highly sensitivity. Not oh, as well, if it's, it's a disease. No, but, but over- you, the way you speak about it is like that. It's something that should be overcome. All the, but is it actually dealt one, with a blessing? Is it actually one of my blessings? Does that make me special as a person? Because as only as, only as long as it doesn't drive you insane. Exactly, so but, I, that, that but that's manage. what she's talking about is like, you know, a lot of times we focus only on the negative aspects of having like this sort of personality type, I guess you would you would call it, but think about all of the positives and she lists all of these positives. You actually read this to me um, when you were flipping through the pages. Your trait makes you special and then she's got all these bullet points. 
better at spotting errors and avoiding making errors, highly conscientious, able to concentrate deeply, good at tasks requiring vigilance, accuracy, speed, detection of minor differences, able to process material to deeper levels of what psychologists call semantic memory, often thinking about our own thinking, able to learn without being aware that we have learned, deeply affected by other people's moods and emotions, that I'm deeply I would affected put, by other people's moods and emotions. I there no, there are things specialist in, in fine motor movements, good at holding still. Um, okay, I have good hand-eye coordination. More right-brained, so it's like. Use my hands. But like, I I know that I'm great at spotting errors and avoiding making errors. Um, good at task requiring vigilance, accuracy, speed, detection of minor differences, and she got more into this. And I was thinking about myself, like part of my job. Because I'm so detail oriented, I think that's why I'm good at it. You mean you mean the uh, working with the fashion designers? Yeah, yeah. Because I I can anticipate their needs because I'm highly conscientious. I'm good at spotting errors in details. If I know that they were talking about this and they decided on whatever one inch stripe, blah blah blah, and this lady didn't get it, I can be like, oh, by the hey, way, guess what? one My mom's inch. Calling me. Let's talk to her. Hello. Hey. What's going on? Uh, just recording an episode of my podcast with Tasha Courtney. Oh, so you need to get off the phone. No, I actually was considering calling you during this, which is uh, our Thanksgiving episode, and telling you that I'm grateful uh, to have a great mom. Oh, and I'm grateful to have a great time. Don't say it like that. <laughs> Don't say it like you're on the air. I am. It's great. It's it's one of the one of the blessings. Being on the other side of the country, there aren't many. But one of the blessings is I get to step out of, you know, the family and look from the outside yeah. in. No, 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 no. I, I mean it. I get to look from the outside in and see you and you and Luke working well together and the family doing well, and uh, it's it makes me feel good. Yeah. No, we can hear you. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you're famous now. No, I was just I was just talking to a friend or was just um, online, and I'm thinking, oh shoot, I was at her house for Thanksgiving Sopata party. How many years ago tonight? Then I drove home from Albany, New York, to do Thanksgiving the day before Thanksgiving, and you were here with Claudia. And I oh, jeez. <laughs> Why are you bringing up an ex-girlfriend? <laughs> Tasha's laughing, but she's gonna make me pay for this. <laughs> it was it was longer than five years ago. If that matters, jeez, what the heck? Oh, great! What else do you remember? Yeah, yeah, we were. Last it, year was the first year we came back for Thanksgiving. I'm at that age where I need to have a diary. <laughs> well, you've got, so you've got, you've got, have children in three different decades right now. You have a teen. You have no. Yeah. You don't have any. Tw- yeah, J- Jameson's twenty. You have a teen, a twenty-year-old, and a thirty-two and thirty-three-year-old. Yeah, that's a lot to keep track of. And all these kids are getting keep track of their birthdays. I just want you to remember my name. That's the most important thing. I usually get called the dog's name. 
Um, are you excited? I we didn't announce this on the air, but Tasha's family is coming to visit you guys. And by the way, I've I've made this clear to everyone involved that there's no proposal happening because everyone's asking me. I just thought it would be great for our parents to meet. And then and, and Tasha, I didn't tell you this, but my mom when I told her like, hey, look, no one's getting engaged. I just want the parents to meet. She was like, but once we do meet, you will get engaged. <laughs> like you have. <laughs> but are you excited or nervous? Is this a big deal or no? Oh, I think it's gonna be fun, right, Tasha? Yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Tasha's nervous. I think. I think no. Tasha knows we have a big family. I we, think it's gonna be fine. We I have, think it's gonna be super fun. I think my parents are gonna. Family. Well, no. I mean. It's just all about me. Courtney is in the middle of moving. You know, she's selling her house in two weeks. So yeah. She's gonna be in a rental. No, but but you, we we obviously have home field advantage. It's going to be at least thirty. Chase, my sister, she's gonna she's literally giving birth that week. It's going to be a pretty crazy but fun time. And Tasha's family, they're cool. They're I think they'll uh, they they like to travel. They're very chill. They're excited to see some of Rhode Island and get to explore. So I'm interested for Tasha's dad to talk to Luke, my stepdad, because Luke. Um, he, Luke's a talker and Tasha's dad is not. <laughs> so I think they'll get along. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No one okay. listens. It's fine. All right. But anyway, uh, what were you calling for? Anything? I needed to know the date. <laughs> I can't no, say the date. I can't that, say the no, date. When that Thanksgiving was. How many years oh, ago? Oh, you needed to know the date that I had brought an ex girlfriend to Thanksgiving. <laughs> I just. I just literally couldn't have been anything else. Any dirty underwear you need? No, no, no. Sorry. I may have some jokes for you. Hold on. This guy brought me some jokes. but I know. Um, please do not read any jokes on the air. Okay. I'm sure they're not funny. Um, I'll, uh, are you guys going to – who's doing cranberry sauce this year? Are you guys going to be upset Nobody. that you don't get Dave's famous cranberry sauce? No. Well, I'll let you go uh, before you ruin anything else on the air. Well, because before you like ruin your whole podcast, as your mother called. No, I was I like I said, I was going to c- consider calling uh, and doing a gratitude episode, and I didn't. But every year, our every year our family goes around the table and says what we're thankful for, and that's what Thanksgiving is all about. There's no gifts, there's no expectations. It's just family and friends, and they get around in a circle, and then somebody, you know. Drinks too much wine and cries, and that's what happens. That's what we do for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's part of the, and I, I hope people listening do that too. I, I was just reading a, a letter um, someone wrote us from Slovenia, which is where Melania is from. We have a listener in Slovenia, and it's interesting that it's just you know it's a it's an American holiday, but I you know with there's probably like forty or fifty different countries of people that listen, and it's you know. Everyone, everyone can do their own Thanksgiving by just calling up their family and telling them what they're thankful for. It's something we take for granted. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any? Anything you wish you ever t- told people that you were grateful for? Our family's always been one to take care of that. But yeah, um, um, grateful for moments. Just moments. Um, grateful for good kids, a good husband, my relationship with God. And thank God I have God because he's the only thing that gets me through every day. Amen. Amen. <laughs> there you go. You got some preaching in there. That's perfect. Um, well, yeah, so. we'll, we're going to see you and um, we'll see you in just over a month. Yeah, we'll be home for your birthday. That'll be exciting. I know, but we may be babysitting. So. Because yeah. Chase is having a baby? 
yeah, I had the three little boys by myself. We all, we had fun. So we wow. went out to dinner and went to church, and then I had them overnight. It was fun. It's the job of a grandmother. Cute, 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 cute. cute. Yep. Yeah. No babies on this end. Just a couple of adults. <laughs> Dinks. Dual income, no kids. That's what we got over yeah, here. Are, real quick, I've been meaning to ask only about five times. What are you doing on Thursday? For Thanksgiving, we're going to a friend's. We're doing Good. Thanksgiving at a friend's house. Yeah, all, all of my friends from New York. Oh, can you hear me still? Yeah, you need I, to go. No, yeah, I just got the notice that I got like 1% bar. It sounds like I'm making that up, but my phone just made a noise, which all means... Right, I'll let you go. All right, love you. We'll, I'll talk to you soon. Love you too. Okay. Bye. I swear I was going to call her. That's really interesting. Yeah, because that's good. it's late on her side. That's uh, synchronicity, first of all, right? I'm, I'm not going to apologize if people are like, really, Dave? We're doing an episode where you got to listen. You talk to your mom about God? Yeah, you do. You have to listen. Why would anybody complain about that? It's no, sweet and endearing. So. I'd have always wanted to have her on the, uh, the podcast, but um, she actually called me last week, and she was talking, and she was like, you know, with all this Harvey Weinstein stuff, don't you think? And I thought she was going to say I, that she thinks I should quit my career, like and comedy and all that and I was getting ready to be defensive and she was like don't you think you should change the name of your podcast and while I while I do want to change the name of it it's not for the same reasons she wants she doesn't know what it is she does she sex actually she thinks we just talk about you know just crazy orgies and like you know what I mean like she just she has no clue no clue she doesn't know what a podcast is she has no idea but you know I but I do want to change it just because I don't think it reflects on I think you should just call do. it the sap yeah but that, but that also doesn't sell anything. But names never sell anything anyway. Yeah, but here's it's, the thing: if it's not if it's not going to sell anything, it might as well have my name on it because the main purpose of this podcast, other than you know, we want to share share good and make people feel good and and all those simple things. But the main purpose of the podcast is that it's like my my career in stand up is built on audience members coming to shows and and having a podcast that's branded closely to what my comedy is like not that i give dating advice and do all that on stage but it's very you know what well i don't think there's any harm in having them sort of separate i don't think i i think that it still serves that purpose but you got guys like bill burr joe rogan their names in the title yeah there's- but they were already massive before they were doing podcast saying i'm not massive <laughs> yes. i know what you mean it's just for those listening i will i it's will like when you name your... for life if you give me a name for a podcast that is so perfect we'll switch it it's not going to change subscribers uh, any of that we're going to have um we're going to have this girl Lindsay, on the podcast on saturday so next episode Lindsay, unless she blows us off she's going to be on she has a podcast called almost 30 and i'm like that's a fucking brilliant name obviously what happens when you turn 40 but you know their podcast is all about like growing up as like you know older millennials and and this and that and it's it's very women centric and i can't wait for you guys to meet because you're gonna you guys can run with talking about all of the you know women in society and shit like that but it's like you know i don't know it's just something you know i want to i want to grow with something i want to have a podcast name that i print bumper stickers for and give them to people at shows and i just don't see that in sex actually it's just it's not even yeah, a I pun. it's love you. actually but we called it sex actually and i agree with you it's it's not the strongest it and doesn't, it doesn't really describe what we do here. Um, I'm okay but switching I, the names because it's just like with TV shows and it's like, well, we're evolving as people. When Gabby and I started this podcast almost four years ago or four years ago, it was called You Up. And You Up was fine. It's like, oh, we're late at night. You Up? Like, whatever. But it still was just like, 
what is that? That's just a simple, you know what I mean? There's something that I want to tie together the fact that we're talking about growing as people, affecting those around us, but also bringing the humor to it all. I'm not trying to make it overly spiritual or overly motivational. Some days we just talk about taking a shit before yoga. Like it's just some things, you know what I mean? But that's what my life is. Some days you're kind of getting super mantra yogi kind of like i'm gonna conquer the world with my mind and then other days you're just talking about you know your sex life so i don't know but i know you think i know you think that i'm trying to like box you out of it but you don't need a podcast title with your name on it yeah but i also don't think it's i don't i mean you're like i want it to be the dave podcast and it's like okay well i guess i don't matter no you're my you're my better half you're, if it's dating Dave, then that's what it's called. And then you're, or you know what I mean? Whatever it is, you're not any less involved. Uh, what I, I love, just get less credit for it. I mean, what do you, it's, 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 you know, I don't know what to say other than I don't, uh, it's not credit, right? It's, you're part of it. And the better it does, the better off you are because... Well, guess what? I ain't sharing the Dave podcast on Snapchat and Instagram because... DDP, Dave podcast. It took me like a year for you to just even update the iTunes so that when I like put it on Snapchat, it has my name on it too. Yeah. People are like, why did you tell us to listen to this? This isn't you because it only says you on it. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. But for those listening... It's well turn my your, ears yeah, are but I bought this up. little thing. I so don't you could know. Turn you, yourself down. Is that better? Or are you the other one? Or you're this one. There. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay, all you have to do is hit the knob. Well, your champ is highly sensitive your over there. All you gotta do is turn the knob. I bought this little device that can <sighs> turn the knob on your ear set so I can talk loud and you can turn me down. So anyway, for those listening sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com keep writing in we've had a, a, a string of people writing in and leaving reviews we appreciate them yeah, more than you, you know yeah thank you for the reviews the reviews we have three new reviews that just came in they're amazing we we need these to survive I, I kind of threatened that I was going to quit this show like I don't want to get all like oh I'll turn this bus around but the truth is is that the more of you that listen the currency that we're asking for is that you take the time to get out your phone and write a review I don't care if you write blah 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 trust me this isn't my ego saying it this is um did i turn my volume up i feel like i'm peaking this isn't my ego saying oh i need reviews because i need the love it's an algorithm thing the more people that write us good reviews the better we are anyway antonio wrote love your show hello guys i discovered your show a couple weeks ago i'm about a year and a half into the episodes i enjoy your show so much you always make time go faster especially when i'm just you always make time go faster, especially when I'm just at home cleaning or just... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You always make time go faster. Yeah, make saying, the time go by faster. I thought he was telling us to go faster. No. Uh, I, you make the time go faster when, you're when I'm at a, home cleaning mm-hmm. or just running around the block. Since I discovered your show, I haven't even listened to the other 10 podcasts I normally listen to. I love the dynamic that Dave and Natasha have on the show. Her name's Tasha, but it's fine. I appreciate it. <laughs> I wish we... But if her name was on the title, then he wouldn't have made that mistake, Dave. Thank I you. I wish we could have a little more female perspective on every episode. I love the charisma and advice that Dave provides, but I would love more advice from the other team. Ooh, thank you. May I have that person's name so I can send them a personal shout out? Yeah, Antonio, go find uh, Tasha at Ralph's in the uh, frozen <laughs> food section with their 
cold titties. <laughs> <laughs> Take the leap. All got but this 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 oh, this is the last one I'll read. This one was the, for the username All Guys Lie. <laughs> I, I stumbled across this podcast one day while trying to find background noise for my work. Been binge listening to past issues for the last week. Work days now fly by with a good combo of humor, relationship advice, and general nonsense that is so relatable. Love what you are doing. Keep it up. Thank you so much. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really do appreciate it. It, it is good to get the feedback, but also um, keep sharing. Tag some friends on the Instagram. I'm going to post this photo I took of Tasha. Sex Actually Pod is the Instagram name. If we change the name of the show, I'm going to have to get a new Instagram, but that's another that's another day. I just want to I just want something where I can ho- host an event. You know, I was talking to people that go, "Yeah, you got to do live events. You got to do this, you got to do that." It's not it's just not um the, the title just doesn't reflect what it is. So, anyway, Send Dave some my send Dave some ideas and uh, don't forget about me. Keep sending ideas. Don't forget about Tasha. Uh, anything you want to plug, promote? No. Instagram, social media, Snapchat. Instagram, Tasha Courtney, Snapchat, Tasha TV. Been posting more lately. I have been posting more lately, although get a lot of likes. The past few days, I haven't posted anything. Um, but yeah, I have. I've been back. I I took a break. And I sort of came back from my break. And so, you know, I'm going to try and keep on top of it as much as I can. So go see those thirsty photos. Go see some butt. I actually, now that my account's private, I've been getting so many more followers. Because I made my account private. So people can't lurk. If you want to follow my shit, you got to click the follow. You got to click the... uh, Who? But why would anyone... It's so much more effort to be a lurker than to not. I don't know. People, they go, oh, okay, I saw him. Bye. But versus they just see my thumbnail. Like if no one, if, all, if people yeah, but, only saw your thumbnail. But if someone sees you again pop up and they don't like your content, they're unfollowing you anyway. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Wait, you're going to search somebody's name every time you want to see them instead of just clicking follow? D-N-E-A-L-Z is my Instagram. Sex Actually Pod is the Instagram for the show. Sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Hey, look. Will someone tap us? We got Slovenia writing in. Where are we at, Shanghai? Anyone over there in Buenos Aires? Somebody write in. We're going to keep this uh, party going. You guys have been great. Until next episode, have a good one. Bye, everyone. Bye.